Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another sizzling episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Tonight, my guest is none other than the actor whisperer himself, John Pallotta. John is the artistic director of John Pallotta Studio of Acting and the inaugural guest on this show way back in January 6, 2012. Now, they say that if John Pallotta were a boxer, he'd be Jake LaMotta, an award most definitely an Oscar. You can find out more about John at johnpallotta.com. That's John, P-A-L-L-O-T-T-A.com. Now, he's been nominated 18 times Best Acting Teacher by Backstage.com. I see that John is on the line, so let me bring him on in. Good evening, John. Hey, Will. How are you? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show again. Glad to be here. Glad to be here again. Fantastic. So, now, John, I hear that you have a new uh, West Coast in a Philadelphia studio. So talk about how you set those up. Yeah, we um, recently opened up in Philadelphia back in uh, June, July. Um, That's going pretty good. And I was invited to, I I was actually handed a studio, uh, my own acting school in uh, in New Mexico. So um, Nice. Yeah, so... uh, I was actually given my own school, building everything. So uh, I haven't. I've I've done uh, two classes there already. So I'm slowly. I'm not ready to go full. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> full gambit on uh, New Mexico because it's out of my um, zone, so to speak. But um, you know, I, I guess what I have to do is um, go there quarterly, a couple times a year. And uh, I guess hired teachers to teach there. So I'll see how that goes. Nice, nice. So you got to you got to go in a little bit more detail. Uh, I mean, like how, somebody handed you a school. How does how did you how do you get handed a school? I don't know how that happened. I, I guess they were <laughs> um, looking for someone, and they 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 saw that. Um, you know, I, I, our schools are doing well in New York and, and Philly. Well, Philly's coming along well. And Baltimore and wherever I am. Chicago. I, also, I opened up in Chicago. I don't know if you know that. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, I think what it is is I do what no one other, um I think I do what no other acting teacher does. Is most acting classes, they do audition technique for at least film and television where they pop down a white screen and they film you in front of it. Yeah, we actually uh, take you beyond that. And I think what it is is um, we actually film you as though you are starring in Law & Order or NCIS or House of Cards or whatever television show. So when a casting director says, hey, Will, show me something unreal, you have you starring in an episode, uh, a sample scene, but an episode of whatever the case may be, Law and Order or whatever. But um, that's what we do, and we've been pretty successful with our students. Our our seven year old, one of our youngest students, my youngest students is student is five years old, but 
my second youngest student is seven years old because of what we did with the sample scenes. He landed a guest star role, six, six roles, six occurrences as guest star in um, a law and order SVU at only seven years old. Oh, so uh, nice, it's one nice. of the, it's one of the cops kids. I think he's going to be extended his contract. So uh, he shot two of them already and. uh, yeah, he's from Baltimore. He's from the DM. He's from the DMV area, or the Mid-Atlantic region area. And my 14-year-old student, because of our sample scenes that we shot, got a um, reoccurring role on Comedy Central. I forgot the name of the show, but one of the shows on Comedy Central. But um, the show, the the uh, in New Mexico, the school actually Roswell, New Mexico. Um, they wanted a film and television program, but it's not really a film and television town. It's still a theater town because they don't have much film and television yeah. there. And it's slowly coming there because of um, kind of the sci-fi networks, um, you know, um, film people there. And they want to develop a, a film industry. And mostly everyone there studies theater. You know, and you know there's a significant difference between theater and film and television. Um, right, right. So somehow they got caught up in my social media, and they, they um, you know, saw that the schools were doing well, and they basically um, needed something. I think that it's not like they're giving – I think they're using my name. <laughs> basically, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I'm there in name well. You know, I'm there in name only, I think. But, um, you know, it, it's John Pilata Studio, Roswell, New Mexico. So, and uh, when I did my intensive there uh, two weeks ago, they flew me out there. You know, we had uh, people come as far as Texas, uh, Albuquerque, you know, and, and Fort Worth, you know, to, and it was a pretty, it was a great turnout. It was a wonderful turnout. And we filmed them as though, you know, the people that were participants, um, as though they were playing the lead in Law and Order or House of Cards or CSI or Blue Bloods, you know, and, and because yeah. of that, at least in New York and, and Baltimore and Philly and New York, are, my people are are, are um, landing roles, you know, and, and, nice. and getting ahead of the industry. Yeah, because I know that Better Call Saul is is out there in uh, Albuquerque. Did you did you run into some actors from uh, from Albuquerque? Yep. Yeah, um, <coughs> sorry. Actors for the Roswell Intensive in Roswell, New Mexico. Actors came from as far as Albuquerque and Dallas, which is probably about three hours away each way. You know, yeah. my intensive in uh, in New Mexico and Roswell. Yeah, it was a wonderful turnout. We we used the Roswell Little Theater, which is a huge, uh, I think, uh, three hundred seat theater. Shouldn't call it Roswell Little Theater. Should call it the Roswell Big Theater. It, it's a very <laughs> large. Theater. Nice. So, and you know, you know what Roswell is known for, don't you? Yeah, Area Fifty One. Exactly, and and no area fifty one is actually in Nevada, but um, I you know they, they the class is like a hotbed for UFOs out there, and don't I'm I, you know I, right. I'm, I'm not that I'm a believer, but 
I actually on two separate nights got three different pictures, which I'll show you if, if I ever see you again in real life. Um, UFOs, like 200 feet up in the air, pictures and everything. But that's another day. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I'll text you those pictures when we get off the phone. But um, Nice, nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the schools are coming along. I'm eventually going to make it out to L.A. to open a studio. Um, I just have to get a team in place. You know, the opportunities are coming. There's a lot happening. I'm just a little understaffed right now. So hopefully, you know, things will be put in place. I was actually just offered, you know, I had my own television show in in Virginia. You knew about that, right? Oh, Um, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. I'm actually was just given my own television show in uh, Chicago as well, which I just got back from today from my studio in Chicago. We're being handed um, a studio to film once a month my my class in Chicago. So uh, oh, nice. we're going to be fil- filming there and, uh, um, you know, putting it together and putting on a, just like we did in Virginia – in uh, Fairfax, we're doing our own show out in Chicago on the craft of acting. It's going to be uh, compared to uh, Kevin Spacey's master class. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, okay. Which, by the way, I'm, and, you know, some of those people, three of those actors that were in Kevin Spacey's master class series are actually in my New York class. So, hmm. And one of them is in my Baltimore class. Nice, nice. And you have a studio in Boston. What's going on up there? You have one up in Boston, right? You still there? Hello? Well, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Well, all right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm still stuff. here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like okay. I was saying. Yeah, the, I was uh, asking about. Yes, uh, asking about Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston is a studio that I just visit and I teach intenses, but the studios yeah. that are actually mine, that I teach weekly, every week. Okay. Are. Um, Saturdays in New York, um, Saturday, Sundays in New York, Mondays in Chicago, um, Wednesday and Friday in in Philadelphia, Thursdays in Baltimore. Wait, let me see. Yeah, so that's Baltimore. I got them all, right? Baltimore Uh Thursdays. Phillies is Wednesdays and Fridays. Um. Chicago's Mondays. Sometimes I, I coach Tuesdays before I leave. And then, yeah, I think I got, I said New York. New York is uh, Saturday and Sunday. No, but, no, um, no. Yeah. yeah. But I also have a military contract as well, which I'll get to another time. Nice, nice. Yeah, now you stress. What's the, happening? You, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Now you go ahead. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you stress the importance of acting tools that work so you can work. That's one of your quotes. So yeah. What's the, talk, 
delve into some of the tools that you equip actors with. Well, you know, besides powerful uh, coaching, we, we mix it with the realities of the industry. Um, you know, these days you need more than just coaching and, and teaching actors. You have to give them the essential keys, the essential tools, deliver things that, um, for example, stuff that shows that they can not only pull it off in the audition room, but ha- they, can, they can excel on set. You know, once again, I think I'm the only one, one of the few people in the nation is probably one or two others that um, actually, you know, besides coaching, you turn that into something that you could show a casting director. Like, you know, um, if you've been to my Facebook page, you'll see that, you know, we film them as though they're playing, you know, this, this week in Chicago, we we shot we shot seven scenes, everything from House of Cards to Law and Order to, you know, and, and we turn around those reels overnight and deliver them to the actors so they have something they could show the casting director. So we're not only coaching them, we're we're delivering something they could show a an industry professional because these days no one's going to take a chance on you unless you have something that shows that you can handle that lead. Sure, you know. People could do great in the audition room, and I mean, most places they just, you know, teach you audition tricks for the guest star role, for the under five, for the for the supporting role. I mean, there are differences, but we actually turn that into something where where our actors we not only you know do the audition, do the cold read, but we actually film them in the episode they're they've been trained for that entire month. So, you know, we, we excel it beyond the audition room to the actual on set. We take them on set where they're actually filming the thing they've been developing. And we flush out their characters and build their, 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 their characters and eventually build their reels. Because these days, most actors don't have anything on reels that are just starting out. We, we give them that opportunity to have something they could show a casting director. And those are the tools, one of the main tools that, that I guess we give besides the powerful yeah. coaches. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, uh, what do you tell actors about pilot season? I mean, is there any specific instruction, anything different that you tell them about pilot season as opposed to the rest of the year? Yeah. You know, on pilot season, there's all these places that offer pilot season, but they don't, they don't teach acting. They give you tips about, you know, reality is for anybody to be in, in a pilot, they've got to have strong, they've got to be SAG after, they have to have strong representation. That's the stuff people aren't telling the actors. My side of it is preparing the actor when, they, when that opportunity comes. So, you know, my pilot season prep is purely um, training, giving them lists of industry professionals, giving them a list of my contacts um, that are, are, are friendly with my studio, um, but you know, the thing is more than anybody, I think, um, you know, I like to, at least in New York, I, I create web series and small industry, um, things where, where my actors can become, um, union eligible, you know, um, you know, we, we cast two films late last year 
with our students where they were tapped heart lead. Um, and, uh, you know, union, low um, SAG new media agreements and our people became union, you know, but, you know, that's just something that goes along with it. But as far as pilot season, we're training them. I'm on the training side of it and not just giving tips on casting directors. Reality is no casting director is going to look at you without training. That's the stuff they don't tell people. That's right. That's right. You got to have it. You know, you too many, to I see it, and it's sad, too many people want the easy way in. They all want to be stars, but they do not want to work for it. You know, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not an easy teacher to get along with. I could be quite hard sometimes. And, you know, in fact, some people may not like me, but I'm not there to make friends. I'm there to create uh, actors that are there to meet production needs. And that's what we are. We're there to meet production needs. You know, I live in the real world. I live in New York City, the most competitive city in the world, besides L.A. And I train my actors accordingly. You know, if you, if you look in, in my New York class, you have Emmy winners, you have Emmy, Emmy nominees, you have Golden Globe winners and nominees. You know, I, I, I'd like to think that... that you know, I, I'm bringing something to the industry that not too many people um, have. And, you know, I, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, Will? You know, I, I, I add real-world elements to the same building that I'm in in New York right. is two or three of the best teachers in the United States. Um, you know, so I've got to be on top of my game and I've got to bring things to the table that no other teachers bring. And I think I bring that in Baltimore. I'm bringing it in Chicago. It's filling up my classes. You know, so I'm at this point now that um, I hired a board of directors, and I've also started to hire teachers, um, you know, because I, I guess I'm getting, uh, I'm expanding faster than I can handle at this time. You know, we've recently purchased five more cameras. So when you walk onto my, my, into my classroom, you're walking into a classroom with two, sometimes three cameras. So you're not only acting with one camera in front of you in audition, you're acting on set with three cameras that are on tripods, dollies, stabilization rigs, and sliders. You know, you know what all that is. Exactly, and that's exactly. our regular that's our regular acting class is an on set situation. Hmm. Yeah. So now you got to talk a little bit more about your your Emmy winners. So how did you coach them? I mean, were they just in your class? Was it one on one coaching? And what's some of the things that you coached them in? Well, you know, some of them you know. I think you just interviewed Johnny Alonzo. He's my client. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kelvin Terrell is one of my other actors from the DN, from your area. Who, sorry, my cats are walking all over my computer. But get away! Oh, sorry, <laughs> my my cats won't let me talk to you, Will. And Kelvin um, <laughs> Terrell, who who um, was a relatively new actor and in my class for for about six months, seven months, and he was nominated for. Um, Anaconda web series in, in Baltimore, you know, and then there's the people that, you know, I revitalize their careers. Um, okay. You know, you, 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 you've been on Veep. 
Yes, I have. Have you? All right. Do you know Anna Klumsky? I don't know her personally, but uh, I know about her. No, no, the co-star of Veep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she was an out-of-work actress back in 2005, you know, working for Zagatz, and she came to my acting, you know, uh, she auditioned for my play that was being read on Broadway, you know, and 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 my my play was her vehicle that revitalized her career back in 2005. So, nice, you know, nice. besides her, I've coached people, a lot of people, uh, Charles, Josh Charles. I mean, the, the the list, you know, goes on. I mean, just yeah. Gosh, let me list. just get my uh, my list here. Hold on a sec. Yeah. But um, sorry. Let me move my cat. Yeah, James Brown was on there. Yeah, I, you know he. Friend, I mean, I didn't coach him, but um, you know, he had nice things to say uh-huh. about the, the uh, yeah. nice, nice things about to say about the studio. Um, but you know, I mean, people you may have heard, maybe not have heard, Billy Baldado, um, Chaz Palminteri. I was on stage with him back in 1983. Danny Aiello, right. um, yeah, yeah. Oscar nominee Ralphio Cacaval, Nicholas Lorraine. Uh, Norma Alarandro, um, Bill Tony Award winner Billy Porter, uh, of course mm-hmm. you know Johnny Alonso, Kelvin Terrell, Mia Michaels, right. Emmy five-time Emmy winner Mia Michaels, uh, John Favreau. Remember John Favreau from the Iron Man? Oh, um, Iron Man. I cast yeah, him in his yeah, first he's, play he's in, ni- in 19, 1983. I was nice. I was at Queens College and I directed him and cast him in his very very first play ever. You know, amazing, back in 1983. Amazing. You now, know, and, and right being... there. Was was that yeah. the guy? Did he come up with the Herald? I think he used the Her- there was a writing technique he used as an improv. I think they call it the Herald. Was that the guy? You talking about John Favreau? Yeah. Remember the movie Swingers? Yeah, I've I've heard a lot about I've never actually seen it, but I know it was, he wrote it. Yeah, he wrote the movie Swingers. I mean, he I cast him year 1983-84 in a play I was directing in college called Bombing Gilead, and the kid never acted before in his life. And eventually, you know, he he went off to Hollywood for Chicago. You know, became a member of Second City. You know, but uh, I kind of think, you know, other people, not only him, Nikki Estridge has been in my class. She's from your area. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Jen Giles, so. an Emmy winner. Um, yep. Got so many. I mean, a lot of, even Joey Lawrence. Remember Joey Lawrence? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people. Yeah, from Blossoms. Um, Blossoms, yeah. You know, and... um, um got the name of the the other one I'm supposed to coach. Um, someone else called. I forgot his name, but I'll remember in a minute. Um, I'm supposed to coach someone else from a from a television show from the '80s. Facts of Life. Remember Facts of Life? Yeah, yeah. 
I, 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 I was asked to to coach possibly Todd Bridges from Facts of Life. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. so you know, I'm I'm happy that these things are coming my way. Um, but you know, but more so than these people that come my way, my are my actors that are are making it. Besides my seven year old Maxwell Owen, seven years old, guest starring in six episodes in Law and Order, and and Cipher, who's who's uh, got uh, unlimited recurring role on Comedy Central. I mean, a lot of my people are are getting uh, speaking roles and and major episodics. Netflix, um, Lisa Maroney, who just started with me. She's never acted before in her life. Um, she's doing, is it Broke Girls? Um, yeah, two I forgot the name girls. of the show. One of those television shows. I don't watch TV, even though I teach film and television. Yeah, I don't girls. watch TV. <laughs> One of those television shows. I don't know. I think it's called Broke Girls. I'm not sure. Two, bro- but, two um, Broke Girls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, either way, they're broke. But <laughs> or something's <laughs> broken, I'm not sure. But, um, you know, my, you know, I, 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 I'm coaching a lot of people, you know, my, my, um, oldest student, she wants to be, is 89, 90 years old. She's a former, um, fighter pilot, one of the first, uh, wartime fighter pilots, female fighter pilots, um, you know, she's, she's, she wants to get into acting. She's eight, 90 years old. She's in my nice. New York class, but um, awesome. you know, wonderful things are happening, and you know, and I'm grateful that you know I'm expanding and my people are working, and and I'm on the phone with you right now. That's all that matters. Awesome, right now. man. That's right. It's been a That's long right. week. I just got in from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> so now, choose it between character development scene study and cold reading what do you think is the hardest to teach well everyone teaches scene study and um and um cold reading because you know but when you take acting to another whole level you know character development this developing your character and then there's character development and on camera and then there's on camera personalization when I say on-camera personalization mixed in with on-character uh, uh, development, you know, do, did you see the Sicilian scene from True Romance? Yes, I did. Yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah. You know, it looks easy. It looks very easy, but it's actually not. I mean, I, I like to think I teach a process um, based on spool and an old dream theory. You know, and in my lifetime, well, I was trained by, you know, I'm probably one of the few people that were trained by the great masters, including Lee Strasberg, Bobby Lewis, uh, Uta Hagen, Stella Adler. And I, and I, from what I've learned from them, though I may not be a percentage of what they are, I'm a tremendous portal of information that my actors can gain as far as, you know, not acting but the human condition on developing your character applying your human psyche into the development of your character and i have my own books on the on the very subject if you go to my website com, 
you'll see several books there that are free. You can go online and get them for $19 or $29.99, but if you go to my website, they're actually free. You know, and one of them is is, um, Character Works with John Pilato, The Art of Emotional Triggering. There, There are things in your life that trigger certain emotions, and I kind of broke it down into 200 points. And questions you ask your character, just like questions you ask yourself through life. You're asking your, your characters these questions, and they're everything involved in emotionally, physically, spiritually, sexually. All these questions that you ask yourself or think about yourself, you ask your character. And apply it to a 10-point structure on your character. So, you know, the actors, they're really serious about taking their craft to the next level and developing their characters. You know, when I, when I, for example, when I write a play, I'm also a playwright. I don't know if you know that. My yeah, claim absolutely. to fame is I'm a, I'm a playwright. I've written 23 plays for the stage. I've had uh, three, four plays run on Broadway. You know, I, I develop my character. So every character is distinctly different than the other one is different than the other one. So I take that, that, that point structure and I apply it to the actor's perspective so they can develop their, you know, so they're one character. So they're not playing themselves in every single um, character, even though, you know, actors are taught to be the, be the character through themselves. My level, my, my belief is, is that the character truly believes they are the character and approach the character through the character. You know, and, and I explain that belief in my book. Absolutely. If that makes any so, sense. Now you, yeah. Now, you've been quoted that there, there is no such thing as acting, only life. So, you know, what are some of the similarities with what you teach to what people commonly call the method? Well, you know, although I primarily uh, – studied method acting, you know, back in the 70s and and, and early 80s. You know, I, I've kind of, in a way, um, changed my, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? My my belief, you know, besides studying uh-huh. with Lee, I, I've studied with everybody except, um, what is it, uh, Sandy Meisner. But... Uh-huh. Um, what you would call it? Sorry, I'm just trying to get this thing rolling, Jay. I just called you Jay from Dragon, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> you know, you know my 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 beliefs in how should I say method um, and and Meisner are, are different. You see, you you have to understand that method Meisner Strude, Stanislavski. Um, they're not methods. They're businesses that were placed mm. into, into schools to sell classes. That's all they are. You know, my belief mm. is that, you know, acting is a state of mind. See, almost every acting class in the world trains actors to, to play what's called the objective. You know, in other words, mm-hmm. choose an action based on the information you get from reading the script or why the, the character is doing what he or she is doing. I mean, that's the right. easy part of dealing, dealing with the actions. 
The piece of the puzzle that few actors of schools learn to deal with is the deeper personal layer of why they are playing those actions. You know, my belief is without a personal need to accomplish the action, the actor is not doesn't earn the right to stand on that stage or, and, and, and speak the words of that script. I'm talking about mm. him or her having the true need to do the things they are doing in the play, what's called the true need, not the pretended yeah. need or the indicated need, but what I call the authentic need. And having the true need to do what they are doing is, is the seed of life. Sorry, my cigarette's burning on the table over here. Yeah. But in, in life, your actions have to be purposeful. You have to have a true need to do the things you're doing in each moment or, or you, you should not be doing them. You know, you know it's the same thing we, we on, on stage or, or on set. We call this purpose. Your acting has to be truly purposeful. The problem I have in, in the methods and, and the techniques of days gone by is, you know, sure they had this idea and these te- techniques and these methods, you know, and they rushed it out to put it together in some book to sell copies and sell classes. This is all they did. Hmm. You know, my thing is ideal, specifically what's it called, in the moment, you know, human behavior, you know, the depths of your humanity and how far you're willing to go. That's all. It's not over-mechanicalizing it, um, if that makes any sense. It does, it does, and that, that makes me think about Talk about when I, I, I'm an actor and I get a script that, just, just to be kind, it's not well written. It's just not, there's not depth there. I mean, how do you bring depth to a role that's not on the page? You know, just like, for example, if your script is about some man doing laundry, yeah. Do you think about when you're doing laundry, do you think about doing laundry? No, you think about other things. You know, there's a right. million things that happen in your life while you're doing that laundry. People die. Babies are born. You know, you could lose your parents. You lost family members. All these things you could bring to show depth, to show to show dimension to your character. You can have anything. Right. It's what you develop within that it's it's not the words. The words on the page are just words. That's all they are. You know, there's got to be three or four or five underlining backstory monologues internally driving that external monologue, what's written forward. You know, sometimes right. when I have a script, the words that are given are just words on a page. It's all they are. You know, it's, it's what I set for myself in between the lines that that give the story dimension, you know, mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of you bring uh, you bring life you know, to like, that character. You think about yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead. You know, I mean, one of the jobs as an actor is to flesh out and create a total life for your character. You must be completely comfortable inhabiting the language and the action of the character. You know, the script is just a base. It's the other things you add to it. I mean, there's no right or wrong answers for, for any information I, you know, I, I give. But the thing is, one thing I try to teach my actors, 
you know, that one, you know, they are there to serve an art, ownership of their character, you know, and, and trying to add depth and complexity to their on-screen performance or on-set performance. Exactly, exactly. So now, I know you've written plays before. Now, uh, have any of your, your plays been produced lately? Yeah, I've had plays become movies. I've had plays go red on Broadway. I've had plays go off-Broadway. Um, my very, very first play you know, and this is my relationship with Chicago. Um, one of the first plays that I've ever written were I co-wrote with, uh, with a, a writer, uh, Kathy Bonjukian, uh, called Vegas. Um, it, it was, um, developed, um, at, at Steppenwolf in Chicago. Yeah. You know, and, and developed in Chicago. And I've ri- I wrote, uh, the play I'm most no- known for is a play called How I Killed My Roommate and Got Away With It, um, which became a movie in 2012. You know, um, then Jane Ho went off-Broadway in New York. It was right on Broadway. It went off-Broadway a couple years ago after being read on Broadway twice. Went off-Broadway. Um uh, that one is becoming a movie now called Jane Ho. It's the inner psyche of a high-priced call girl, you know, and then okay. the other ones when I was black, uh, Miracle on Mulberry Street, um, Peanut Butter. I mean, there's, there's endless um, um, Sierra Cafe. You know, these are all plays that uh, uh, went off Broadway. So I killed a few people. These are these are all plays that that went off Broadway in New York. You know the play how I right. killed my roommate and got away with it went all over the nation. It's been done all over L.A., Chicago, even Ohio. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Okay. So looking at uh, Hollywood, what are some of your favorite actors out there? Will Powell. <laughs> the old one or the new one? <laughs> there's a new one. I thought it was the same one. There's the what? No, the what? There's the one in the thirties. The the Finn Man. Remember no, him? The one, the one that's now. The one I'm talking to. <laughs> very flattering. All right. How about no, some I mean, actresses so that are favorite, some of the better ones? I have so many favorite actors, but. You know, I I like to think that some of some of our actors that are, um, you know, coming out of our area, you know, bring bring a lot to the table. You know, some of my my people that have been with me for years are phenomenal actors. Paul Chapman, who I'm sure you know, Paul Chapman. So yeah, yeah, no, Paul, yeah. You know, Paul Chapman is doing well. He moved to Atlanta. You know, he's succeeding. Yeah. Um, Chris. Kylie, who is from your area, um, just he moved to New York and, and he's doing amazingly well. You know, he he he, he um, left Baltimore and registered for my New York class. You know, and you know calls me up and says, "I, I got a part in a television show, so I won't be in nice. class anymore." I'm like, "That's the whole idea. They're doing well." Um, he's still filming it, so I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet. 
But, you know, these are people that, you know, my, my seven-year-old once again in law and order, you know, I, I think we have things happening with our students that, you know, I don't want to say anything. I, you know, we're giving them the tools they need and they're succeeding and they're excelling, even our seven-year-old. You know, I mean, we they want to be on television, so we train them for the reality of uh, and, and life and times of what it takes to be on television in New York City and L.A. and Chicago and Atlanta. And that's what we do. So, you know, my I, I think, you know, rather than say, well, who's my favorite uh, Hollywood star, I'd like to say, you know, who my actors that are making their way in the journey today for my acting class that are coming there, brand new actors, even Lisa, who's, you know, doing her broke girls or whatever she's doing. <laughs> you know, they, they've never stepped on set before. You know, and, and getting back to the tools they need. I mean, the first time we shot her in a reel, she put it up on her YouTube, on her Facebook page, and the director from from uh, DC saw her acting and cast her in the movie, sight unseen. Just cast her wow. because she, you know we film you as though you're playing the lead in a television show. You know, nice, nice. And another one, Sean Pollard, who never acted before, oh, yeah. and we we shot, we sh- you know, he's in your area. Um, I know Sean, yeah, you know, I know. yeah, you know, and he's getting part after part after part now because we shot him, you know, as though he's playing the lead in a television show, and this nice. is what you know people want. They they need. To and that we don't only shoot them with one camera, we shoot them with two, three, four cameras. You know, oh, because nice, they're, nice. they have to know what it's like to be on set with several cameras. Excellent. Excellent, man. Yeah, there's a lot of talent out there, a lot of up and coming talent, man. It's exciting. You know, I mean, and, and there's a lot of up and coming talent in, our, in your area, too. You know, we just That's have to right. give them the, the, the means to get out there and be seen. And, you know, not only do I teach them acting, I also teach the complete business of acting as well. Um, you know, if you go to my my uh, website again, com, one of the books you'll see how it is to automate your social media marketing, mm. how to maximize your online presence. You know, like right. when you you're 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 my friend on Facebook, right? Right. Now, when I post something, you see it in several places, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, see it everywhere. But you, you see it everywhere. But it's actually going. I actually, you know, have a, a, a over two million social media reach because I learned how to maximize my online presence, and I teach that to my hmm. students as well how to maximize their online presence to get the work out there. So every time my students get a reel, they're promoting their, their – I'm teaching them and showing them how to promote their work on social media channels. So, you know, like I belong to 66, almost 7,000 um, Facebook groups, and I admin over 100, 150 uh, um, Facebook groups myself. So, you know, I, I'm I'm pushing and, and, and getting my, my actors work out there and they're not only they're doing they're getting their work out there too from what I taught them how to maximizing their exposure. 
So, you know, everything from, you know, they may have a LinkedIn account, they may have a Facebook, but I, I teach them, you know, uh, how to join the hundred social media, different kind of social media accounts. There are LinkedIn, Facebook, all the, the you know, even the international social media accounts yeah, and just linking them all together, you know, and from their, from their phone or their computer, you know, when they post something, it's going to a thousand places to give themselves, nice. you know, a vir- viral exposure. Man, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. You know, you got to have that presence out there. You know, I, I mean, it's one thing to, to want to be an actor. It's two, they got to do something about it. So it's yeah. not just learning how to act. You know, they got to take it to the next level and control their business. Right, right. What's your take on these showcases? I heard some bad things. I know out in L.A., it's almost like a pay-to-play kind of deal. I mean, what's what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I recently there were five um, <clears throat> pay-to-play workshops that were um, um, arrested and fined, or they're going to be fined, and 18 casting directors were arrested in L.A. There's something mm. called the Krakori... Huh? Did you know that? Yeah, I, yeah, I know all about that. Yeah. Yeah, there's something called the Krakorian law, the talent scam law. See, the problem uh-huh. is all actors, all actors want to be in front of a casting director, and sadly, they will write checks to be in front of their casting director, whether the casting director has any interest in them or not. You know. Right. So the thing is, the Krakorian law, Krakorian law is going to come to New York and eventually make its way down by you, which is going to prevent yeah. casting directors from utilizing their powers, you know, to, 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 you know, like I tell actors, it's your money, spend it wisely. You know, like right. if, if I go to a casting director workshop, I'm going to make sure that that casting directors one, they're actually casting. You know, I mean, if there, right. you know, some of the casting directors that were, you know, evolved involved in that in that scam thing in L.A., there were 18 of them, including casting directors from major network television shows, were arrested. Yeah, you know, because they they were, um, <clears throat> they were, you know, doing the pay to play game, you know, and 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 sadly. You know, they had no interest in the actors whatsoever just to collect mm. their money. But the thing is, actors will do anything to be seen by a casting director and foolishly give the casting director all their money. You know, but, you know, the the ones that I, I know, and thankfully the ones in your area are doing well, they're not there. They're there to guide the people and help develop them as actors. You know, there's not a lot of them. There's a few of them, but, you know, they're all well, they do, they're all there for the right reasons for what I know, but it's the, you know, the ones that are in, you know, LA that were, you know, and I'm sure there, there are those that are in, in New York that do doing the same thing that they're doing in LA, you know, but I'm not here to out people, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't go to casting director workshops, you know, I, I teach the craft. Hmm. I just warn actors that if you go to a casting director workshop, you know, just make sure one, 
that they have a need for you and you know they're they're offering you something that you can use and not just yeah. you know promising you to um you know I, I get upset i mean it's sad sometimes well i i you know a, a young actress Catherine came to me you know and i, I don't i don't i don't want to say her last name and she you know i said why did you miss class last week you know, and she goes, oh, I went to a casting director workshop. And I go, what did you learn? She was charged $437 to have a casting mm. director look at her headshot and her resume. Yeah. $437. Yeah. You know, and it's sad. The actors will pay that. So much so mm. that just because they want to be seen, you know, right. and, and, you know, there, there was another one where, uh, you know, someone claimed to be some assistant director of a television show and, you know, actors were paying 250 $275 and all he was was a production assistant on a television show. But, you know, wow. he, all he did was, huh. was do was, all he did was critique five monologues, but he charged mm. 150 actors $275 and walked away with $43,000 in one night. But this mm. is the problem. Actors so much want to be seen by casting directors that they will, excuse my forwardness, stupidly give, give yeah. everything just to want to be in front of this. You know, and I, I try to tell my actors... You know, you're there to serve an art, you know, and, I, well, the, you know, the thing is, I, you know, I, I'm not a handsome guy. I, I, I love what I do. I love teaching. I, I'm never going to be a movie star. I found my place. But you know what I mean? They, you have to find your, your place. And, and, and I, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're going to go to a casting workshop, you know, make sure it's for the right reason not just to want to be seen, you know, by some wrong people. I don't know. I, I, I can get kind of voicey about this because I see too many actors spending their money foolishly. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a shame. That is a shame. You know, and, and I don't oh, want to give names. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah. you know. The thing is, I you know, I only because I get – on occasion, casting directors calling me wanting to do the workshops, you know, but um, I will only bring them in, you know, if uh, one, they've got to take, they've got to hire people to cast people from my class. That's it. Um, you know, and, and two, I, I make sure the actors know that these casting directors are not here to cast you. This is purely an educational session, you know, and the only way they're going to cast you is if you have something significant to bring to the table. And if you're not right. ready, do not go up in front of this casting director, because if you suck, they will remember you. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You got that right. No, I'm wow. serious. You know, about yeah. three years ago, I told this, this guy, John, in my acting class, brand-new guy, never acted before. He's about 70 years old. I said, you know, you need some more training before you could go up in front of 
Uh, it was Paladino casting. I says, you need some more training before you could go up in front of this casting director. You know, so he didn't listen and he went up, you know, and the casting director says, okay, thank you, very nice. You know, but, you know, the, the, the actor proceeded to call the casting director a hundred times within the hour <laughs> after he mm. left. You know, and, oh. and I said, stop, John, don't call it, you know, I told you not to to go up in front of the casting director. He goes, but the casting director said you were great. Thank you very much. He says he was being nice. He was being nice. <laughs> you know, reality is You got to read between ready. the lines. <laughs> you know, but anyway, I don't want to talk that. Oh, man, that's kind of sad, my though. Cat's looking at my cat says hello. Okay, hello, cats. Okay, uh, we're coming near the end of the show, so John, let's quickly talk about uh, what you got coming up next. Well, um, one they they've offered um, a creative. Uh, I forgot the name of them. Have offered us our own television show in Chicago. Um, nice. So we're 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 gonna. I mean, it was just offered the other day. So nothing is right. really planned on it yet. I've got to put a staff together. Uh, I got to figure out a plan with my producers. Um, Charles Johnson, you know, you know Charles Johnson in your area. Mm-hmm. He's your friend on Facebook. Uh huh. Yeah, you know Charles Johnson is my producer in in your area. You know, um, Jade Ocean is my producer in Chicago. Rihanna is right. my producer in, in Philly. And Anastasia right. is my um, executive producer of my whole studio. Um, we got to figure out how we're going to uh, do this. Um, Anastasia originally came from your area. In fact, she was in my class back in D.C. when you came to my class back then. She right. now she now yeah, runs my she before. now runs my entire studio. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anastasia Amiko Berg. She's from Russia. Um, yeah, from Russia. She, yeah. She, she's my uh, she, she's my right hand person for the entire studio, John Palata Studio. But you know, it's going over how we're going to figure out um, our own TV show because we've got a, you know, we got the cameras, we got the space, we got the equipment. Uh, we just what we're lacking right now is the manpower, you mm-hmm. know, and a plan. So once we have that in order, then we'll proceed. So even though we're given right. a show, um, they gave it to us because I had my own show in Virginia on the craft of acting. You know, we just don't do sides, and we don't do we do more than that. We actually teach acting. Right. <laughs> so. Um, you know, so besides that, you know, L.A. will be in a couple months. Try to figure out that, how I'm going to get there. We're looking at at least um, July, August for, for L.A. So a lot of it, I'm, I'm interviewing an executive director to run John Palata Studio. I mean, even though Anastasia is in charge, some of that's going to be doing all the uh, admin, all my admin um, um I'm interviewing someone for that spot tomorrow. Only because, you know what it is? Well, I've been uh, head of this John Palata studio for the past 15 years. And 
and we're expanding and growing. But it takes someone smarter than me to run it, if that makes any sense. So You need help. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know what, I, I, I could teach. I know how to teach. But, you know, all of a sudden I'm getting um, calls from the military. You know, I have a military contract. I don't know if you know that. I have military contracts. Yes. Which I can't talk about. Um, you know, I have military contract, government. Um, you know, um, I I don't have, you know, I, I get to the point where, you know, someone's got to be that person they talk to that runs mm. everything, not me. You know, I, I took it this far. It takes a better person than me to take it to the next level. You know, maybe you want to do it. I don't know. <laughs> admin, admin person. Okay, no, it's more no, than it's, it's some someone to run run everything. So anyway, <laughs> well, man, it was great having you on the show again. You will definitely have to uh, to definitely have to drop into one of your classes, man. One of the I've been in a while. Yeah, where where do you live? Yeah, I'm still here in the DMV, so probably like Baltimore, Philly, somewhere like that. Yeah, I mean, you, you come anywhere. Really. I, I'm in Philly. I'm in Baltimore. I'm in Baltimore tomorrow. I'm in Philly Friday, okay. New York Saturday. Nice. So come any anytime. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Break away right. from everything you do, man. All right. Thank you. Well, pleasure talking with you, and God bless. God bless. All right. All right, folks, uh, remember to do something for your career every day and break a leg. Good night. Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than D.C. Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit dcmetrotheaterarts.com. That's D.C. Metro Theater Arts. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my dance makes the sound no one can find. 